Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid, I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And today we are watching episode 154 of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 3, episode 42, Hog Day Afternoon Part 1. It aired February 15th, 1996, written by Shooky Levy and Shell Danielson. Shook and Shell Connection is back, and directed by Isaac Florentine, who I think is a, is a newcomer. I think, I think so. I don't think I've ever said that name before. <laughs> If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it, and you can follow along. If you got Netflix or the DVDs, and like, I mean, maybe not for Alien Rangers, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe just like, uh, yeah, watch at your own risk. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, that's on you. Don't blame us. <laughs> that's a you problem. We got one Ranger left that needs a Zeo Crystal, so I think that's probably going to be the episode today. So without any further ado, it's Morphin Time. We just watched Hog Day Afternoon Part 1, Then, yep, we did. And some stuff happened. Hog days were had by all. It was weird because it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It kind of seemed like it just happened. We'll talk about it. Morphingrid.telmo.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher if you want to leave us a review. That would be great. Josh. We have a review. Shoot, let me pull it up. Okay. I know, come prepared. I told you about it, and then I wasn't ready. We also have an email from the same person. That's from Sky. All right, for the sake of time, you start with the email. And no, I'm have... not going to read the email yet. Oh, okay. Because it pertains to the end of Alien Rangers. I would have read it at the end of this episode anyway, because of kind of spoilery for this episode, but... The stuff that it talks about was not covered all the way, so we'll talk about it next time. We have so many reviews that in the podcast app, I have to tap more reviews to read the newest oh, one. Oh, brap, brap, on our way. 1% Billionaire Podcast. <laughs> all right, so this is our 20th rating and our 16th review. Brap-a-doo! 20 for 20 on five-star reviews, Yeah, buddy. by the way. Not to brag, but uh, brag, brag. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Sky. And it is titled... Friend of the show, Sky. It is titled, I rated but forgot to write a review. And it reads as follows. (laughs) This podcast is a lot of fun. The love that Jake and Josh have for this bizarre, silly, and yet somehow compelling show for babies is contagious. They also have a great relationship with their fans. If you don't mind occasional wrestling sidetracks, this show is definitely worth your time. Yeah. Pro graps. For life, for life. Thank you very much, (laughs) Sky. That was real nice. Except there was a review there, so your title is a lie. Well, no, because then he did the rating earlier, I'm assuming. Or... I forgot to write a review, had to come back and write the review. Okay. Never mind. Redacted. (laughs) (laughs) I got lawyered. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for that. It's real nice. I like to think we have a good relationship with our fans. I think so. We're we're pretty friendly. Quick note about the programming today. We're on a schedule. Because I'm going to see Gem in the Holograms today, so we only have an hour. I don't know why I'm, I'm doing it to myself. shaking my head and I will disdain. report back next episode on my findings. <laughs> but we're going to talk about Power Rangers right now. Cool? Yeah. We start off at the command center. Billy is trying to put the Zeo Crystal together, but he's missing one key component. The last part of oh, it. part of it. Isha's. Zordon says, like, I can't wait for Isha to get back because it's been too quiet. 
And Billy's like, that's good though, right? And so I was like, no, that means there's plots happening. Right. <laughs> it hasn't been too quiet. No. This is my problem with that. This is the next day? I think so. After they just fought a thing? I mean, it might be the same day. No, last episode was a couple of quests, and that was it. I don't think Rita and Zed did anything. No, they did. They had um, they had the Tengas break the water thing. I think oh, that's, that, that's right. Yeah. But they didn't, like, attack with the no, monsters. No, no monsters. We cut to <sighs> the Serengeti. Cut to the African savanna, maybe. I don't know which is which. It's Africa. I don't know. There's lions. They live on savannas. That's as far as I can go. It's as much <laughs> as I can help you. So, um, uh-oh, guys. I thought I'm... Turns out, and we'll find out in a minute, that I'm remembering a Zeo episode. <laughs> <laughs> and so I That's thought, funny because Aisha is not there. No, well, I thought this is going to be better, and we'll see how <laughs> it goes. Uh, Aisha teleports in, and immediately her sassitude is off the charts. She's talking to nobody. She's just being sassy at no one. I'm kind of a fan of that. She's just she's on brand, <laughs> um, and uh, she's like, I guess I'm not in Angel Grove anymore. Also, there's a lion approaching her. Yep. Uh, so then we cut to the moon. Before we cut away, it cuts to, like, a shot of the lion. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts back to Aisha seeing the lion. And she does this goofy, like, run-in-place panic, like, oh, no, it's coming for me. And <laughs> oh, then- <laughs> there's a lion. Oh, no. Then it cuts to the moon. Okay. So, on the moon, they are mad that the crystal's almost put together. So, they're like, send Goldar to get the crystal. They say a very important thing. What is that? And Zed is like, you know what will happen if they put the crystal back together? And the Rita says, yeah, time will go back to normal and the Rangers will ha- regain control. Uh, I wouldn't classify Zed and Rita as in control at the moment. Um, no, um, not They have like a sneaky trump card up their sleeve with Rita and Goldar in the basement. Right, which is something we're going to talk about in a minute. Yeah. Because uh, something real dumb happens. A couple real dumb things happen. A couple real happen. dumb things happen. And she's like... After she says that, he's like, ah, uh, Rangers, I hate them. And she's like, don't get a kink in your socket, as if that's an expression. I've never heard that before, and I've watched this episode in the past. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> this is this is the second in a series of expressions that they present as if they're real but are not. <laughs> the other one is Goldar saying he's going to flip his cookies <laughs> several times. That's not a thing either. Toss your cookies Flip your lid. Toss your cookies does not sound PG-13. Toss your cookies. You're going to throw up. Yeah, but that's gross. (laughs) (laughs) They should say that then. They should. Because they love gross things. They love gross things. So anyway, they said, okay, we need to get the hydro hog here. So what we're going to do is we're going to send a decoy beam. They're going to block that. They're going to dikembe mutumbo that one. And then our second beam, our real beam, will go right to hydro hog. It's a foolproof plan for some reason. Cut to Aisha backing up. From the lion, who's a good hundred feet away. I wouldn't say she's close. And just chilling. Just kind of, yeah. Like and so it's just like existing. It doesn't care about Aisha. So yeah. Aisha is screaming and drawing attention to herself. <laughs> Panicking. To, uh, yeah. Like waving her hands up in the air. Like, oh my God. Making noise so the lion comes and gets her. Lion, I'm over here. Come get me. Aisha is the worst. So then a hand comes in and grabs her and pulls her behind a rock, quote unquote, saving her right from well, nothing yeah it shows this girl who just looks at aisha and goes shh <laughs> so aisha says okay and shuts up and the lion walks away the lion walks away <laughs> this girl's name is tanya hmm. 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 and already she's a better character than aisha <laughs> hmm. Hmm. 
wonder where this is going to go. She takes been, like it takes them like three minutes of airtime to connect Tanya with the audience. Yes, uh, Tanya. Not going to spoil anything, but come on, guys, <laughs> come on. Uh, Sky's email is a lot about Tanya. Okay. Um, so we're gonna have to read it at the end of next episode. Okay. Because of the way that it works, it's a good email. Uh, so we'll talk about that then, though. She's le- she's been tracking the lion. Tanya has. There's a plague that's making all the aliens sick, but also confused. Like, it's killing them, but also making them... It's like a mad lion disease. Yeah, but just, I think it's affecting all the animals. Mad savannah disease. Which is crazy, because usually diseases like that don't hop species all the time. But I guess they're all mammals. Yeah. And I'm not a doctor. So what do I know? Really? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I just made that thing up. Anyway, Aisha introduces herself. She's like, I'm Aisha. Do you live here? Well, she asked Tanya if she lives here, because Tanya says... Come with me back to the camp. Yeah. So then he's just like, what, you live here or something? Then she's like, yes, uh, my parents were explorers, but they were lost. They got lost or died or something. And so... They're, they didn't come back. They didn't come back. So the village or camp... She calls it camp calls as it if it's camp. an outpost. We'll have to see... We don't see it this episode. Yeah. We'll, have to, we'll have to come back with our findings next episode. But she says, like, they took me in. So yes, I live here now. Which... Also explains why she has perfect English. Right. With zero accent. Yeah, she, it's, there's an accent, but it's like a little bit Brooklyn. (laughs) Yeah, it's where she's from. Yeah. Which is not Africa. At first I was like, that's, she's not African. Like, no way. So, so then we cut to Zed zapping like crazy. It just smash goes to him going, ah, ha, 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 ha. So that's the decoy beam. Yeah, Rita walks in and is like, babe, what you doing? What you doing? You uh, talking to Hydrohog? And he's like, no, that's the decoy beam, dummy. Duh. So cut to that's Alpha. to get Alpha's circuits in a bunch or something. He says some dumb line. Something like that. And it, it worked. It's yep. a dumb line, but it works. So we cut to the command center. Alpha's freaking out. And he's like, Zed sends another beam. Uh. And Zorna's like, hey, maybe block that one too, but, though. But deflect it. Just do the same exact thing you did last time. So he does. Then we cut back to Zed, who just sends the real one. Now, here's the problem. Shouldn't that one also set an alarm and be able to be deflected? Yes, unless the alarm is still going off from the first one. Maybe. I thought he was going to send two. I thought they were each going to send one in opposite directions, and Zed's was going to be a little bit first. Right. So they would be like, let's block that one. Oh, no, another one got through. But instead, no, he just sends it, and it's fine. It shows It shows them blocking the beam. And what happened, uh, Zed's beam is like white lightning. Yeah. Going through space. And then from the command center, there's a an external shot of the Earth, I guess you would call it. Yeah. A wide uh, shot of the Earth. <laughs> just like a beam of light, like translucent, regular light. Yeah. Comes up and just like hits the lightning and it disperses. Yeah. And then Zed just sends another one. So it looks like they took care of the first one and everything is fine. Right. And then just shut the alarm system down. Because Zed's guess. like, now I can do it. Or like, it takes a minute for the... To boot the thing back up? Like, maybe. Yeah, it's got a recharge. Either way, he gets through the Hydrohog, who appears in a hologram, and he's like, oh, finally, we got a good connection. And then they're talking, and they're like, hey, why don't you come on down to Earth? You can drain all the water, and then kill the alien rangers. Doesn't that sound like fun, Hydrohog? He doesn't say kill, does he? He says, like, get back at them or destroy them or something. Maybe he says destroy, because I'm. He, it was definitely wipe them out. It yeah. was definitely kill them. He means kill them. Yeah. The Hydrohog, 
who is like, yeah, I guess I can do that. It's been kind of boring here for a while since they've been gone. He's still Hydrohog, who's from the planet that they're from. Yep. Still calls them alien rangers. That Yeah, because, uh, well, Zed calls them alien rangers. He calls them fish rangers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Zed calls them alien rangers, and I was like, they're just called rangers there. Right. Because they're not aliens on their home planet. That's a... It's a writing issue. Yeah, that's a writing issue. They're like, so when are you going to get here? And he's like, what, do I look like I got bags to pack? I'll be there in like two seconds. <laughs> so then we cut to the command center. The alien rangers teleport in, and they're like, hey, weren't you just rehydrating down at the lake? So I guess they can just they do can just that. do that now? Are the alien rangers the bad guys? Are they in on this? I f- are they just, or I are they just jerks? I are they just fishy jerks? I think they're just spoiled <laughs> Persnickety jerks. Oh, like, they're all uppity. Oh, I only drink Fiji water. Uh, this water has not been triple processed. <laughs> it wasn't run through a diamond filter. I do not want any. <laughs> don't. Fine, don't have any. Fine, die. Die here then. <laughs> or go home. Anyway, they're like, yeah, we were. But like, we sensed something. Or something like that. I don't know why they came back. Yeah, uh, Delphine's like, our spider senses were tingling, so we got out of there. And then we go to the viewing globe, and Zordon is like, yeah, you just missed the Hydrohog, who is shown crash landing into yeah. the lake. And then we cut to the lake, and okay, so we do see the whole Hydrohog then, on the viewing globe. Not yet. Okay. So it's, just, see, like, it's just like an explosion in the lake. There's okay. like a ball that hits the lake, and it kind of splashes. Good, because in a second, they're surprised by who it is, so it wouldn't make sense if they definitely saw I him. I think Zordon just straight up says, that's Hydrohog, He might. I don't know. Zordon does a lot of dumb stuff. There's a lot of Zordan stuff. Oh, yeah. There's been a minute, but there's some Zordan stuff in this episode. Remember the origins of Zordan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of fun we here. Have, we Sometimes have fun I here. just remember old goofs, and I'm like, oh, us. That, that's the best of episodes going to be. <laughs> Talk about that at the end, too. So then we got to the beach where Bulk and Skull are like, ready? Go! And they just turn around and they're on boogie boards. They're running into the lake. But they, they set it up as if they're doing a prank or they're doing something they shouldn't be doing. But they literally just run in on boogie boards. They're just using the lake. Right. I don't like that they... Also, they're on boogie boards in a lake. Lakes are not traditionally very wavy. Not boogie... Unless it's a great lake. I mean, it's just like floating. They're like floaties. You know, you can paddle right. around. Plus, I mean, you know, whatever. I've I've had a boogie board yeah. one one or two times in my life. Did you use it? Have you you've boogied on a board before? I have, I have done a boogie board. Okay. Uh, it's pretty fun. It is. Sometimes, because you got to like, when you're up on the wave, you have to push down on the nose a little bit. Or else you flip backwards. <laughs> uh, but if you push too hard, you flip forwards. Yep. <laughs> so that's a fun thing. I have never been a very large boy. Um, <laughs> uh, and before, when I was 12, I hit five foot four and I stopped growing. And I, 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 I bulked up. I, I, I grew outwards, I guess. I, I gained muscle mass and some density. But before that, I was like a skinny little boy. So I went boogie boarding in Maine once. And I got taken for a ride by those waves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just like, they were uh, like, no, little boy. There was one time, I think it was in Rhode Island at Narragansett Beach. I, I pushed down too hard and I flipped forward off my board. And as I resurfaced, someone else came down and just like slammed me in the chest. Oh, rough. That was fun. Boogie boarding, like, man. It's hard life. <laughs> it's a hard life. It's a hard life to lead. So yeah, I just don't like that they are... They keep presenting Bulk and Skull as if they're bad kids. when Even when they're doing but they're nothing. Just doing, maybe like, that's like... Who they are, though. They're like, oh, yeah, we're so tough. But they're just kids. They're, they're just, just regular kids. kids. Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe. So then we cut to the command center. Oh, sorry. Before we do that, Hydrohog appears. He steps into frame. 
and it's like, yeah. We have there's a weird far shot of the beach, and it's like the camera is down in the sand, yeah. watching Bulk and Skull run toward the lake. It's a weird shot. Like you can tell they're setting up something to come into frame, right? But it's a weird shot, and they hang on it a little too long. Yeah, and then a foot finally comes yeah, in. Yeah, finally. But it takes it takes a while, like twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was that long. <laughs> 10, 10, 15, though, maybe. So then, go to the command center, where they panic. They're like, ah, Hydra Hog, ah! Because, you know, his power is to get rid of water, and he lives on a water planet. Shouldn't he have won by now? I bet like, it was a desert planet before he got there. He just brings all the water home. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I like that. And he turns it dark. Right. he is the lord of He's dark water. He's the pirate of the dark water. <laughs> Uh, Zordon asks the alien rangers, hey, can your Balborgs beat that guy up? Right. And they're like, no, we've no. never defeated him. Yeah, Corcus is like, no, they don't work on him. <laughs> and Delphine's like, we'll use the Shogun Zords. And then we'll beat him. And then they morph. Then they morph. And they appear on the beach. And they're like, not so fast, Hydrohog. <laughs> Can't let you do that. Can't let you do that, Hydrohog. He's like, I'm going to do it anyway. Like, also, his shoulder pads are like underwater mines. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I just noticed at yeah. this point in the episode. Yeah, they're, it's he's got a pretty cool look. He yeah. looks like Majin Buu if he was also a pirate. Uh, Maj- yep. Majin Buu from uh, Dragon Ball Z. And thus ends my Dragon Ball Z knowledge. <laughs> uh, there's uh, Trunks. Yep. Who's a guy who had his hair cut kind of like I did back then. Cool. Uh, there's a Kakarot, who I think is also Goku, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, this is not time for that. So, yeah. Guys, we're never going to do a Dragon Ball Z podcast. Don't get your hopes up. No. Nope. Sorry. Sorry about it. Uh, so then uh, there's a sword fight. Terry and Sestra... Well, before the sword fight, uh, Terry and Sestra run at him, and he just literally shoplifts their, <laughs> their swords. <laughs> He's just like, whoop, mine. So then there's a sword fight. And they have guns on there. They could have just shot him like a bunch. But, oh, thanks. <laughs> but instead, they're like, we'll wait over here while you guys fight. Thanks. We know his power is to drink water, so we will get within arm's reach of him, even though our weakness is to have our water drunk. Dumb. Also, Terry, I expected better from you. Maybe Sestro is dumb enough to get pickpocketed, but not you, Terry. Corcus is the dumbest. We will find that oh, out God, in about I hate a minute. Corcus so much. He's so dumb. <laughs> So then uh, they fight, and they don't actually hit him at the end, but he just goes, oh, you got me, and lays down. They, Delphine and Corcus jump, like, over him. Okay. To opposite sides. They're like, yeah, we're going to get you. And they jump, and they land, and they're like, we got you. He's like, yeah, you did. And he just, like, casually lays down, and Corcus is like, we finally beat him. We did it. All we, we had won. to do was jump over him. He's a barrel from Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> and and he goes over to him, like, I don't know, to kick his dead body or whatever. To taunt him or something? He's like, we did it, he's dead. And then Hydrohog is like, no, idiot. Grabs him. Wrong, 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 wrong. Beats him up. Corcus is the only one who's fooled Yeah, by this, by the way. Because Delphine was still like, wait, well, hold on, well, hold on. This well, seems a little awkward, right? Like, <laughs> this is weird, right? Because we fought him like a hundred times and he always kind of beat us. And like, we just beat him with swords? I don't think so. Uh, then Corcus gets got. Gets beat up. Oracle has been beat up at some point in this. He was in the the, the sword fight, and then he's he got not his anymore. Sword, he's got his sword taken away, so he's just like pouting. It's down to Delphine alone versus Hydrohog, and uh, that lasts about a second. She does not fare well. No. She gets her water drained. Uh, he grabs her by the back, and like you can see, like water like waves. It's like of, an energy transfer. Yeah, 
It looked pretty cool. But it cool. looks like it would be water energy, yeah. which is a neat effect. Which is which is pretty neat. Cut to the command center where Zordon ain't care. <laughs> no. So he's like systematically just dehydrating all of the alien yeah. workers at this point. Uh, Terry is the last one standing. That's in a... But I think we come back to that's that. That's in a minute, yeah. Is this the point where Tommy's like, hey, are you going to help? Yep. And Zordon's like... He doesn't say, like, yeah, you're right, or I was getting there. He's just like, uh, Alpha, can you lay... Oh, no, you know, it, that's in a minute. Okay. Um, but... So what's happening now, then? I don't remember. Oh, my note is Zordon ain't care. Uh, I think it's the same thing where they're like... They might just be like, oh, no, they're getting beat up, and Zordon probably doesn't say anything. And Zordon's like, uh-huh, and that's it. That is it. Tommy's like, oh, man, they're not doing that well. And Zordon just says, I know. And then the camera just, like, pans down behind the control panel, and then it cuts away. Cuts to Rito and Goldar, who are under the command center. Before, they did not have a bomb. Yeah. We forgot to mention that. Yep, they they were walking through the catacombs with no bomb. And then now, Now Rito has a bomb. bomb. There's a sign that says, command center, this way, with an arrow. That's a dumb thing to have in your secret maze. Isn't this whole thing the command center, technically? Like... Yeah, but I think it means... The center of the command center. This is the command center chamber of commands. Yeah, so then uh, this powerful chamber... (laughs) This chamber has power. (laughs) Oh, boy. So then we we cut to Hydrohog draining everybody, just kind of like being like, whoop, mine, whoop, mine, whoop, mine... And then Terry is the last one left. Yeah, he's like, it's all up to me, and charges um, in and gets his water drained. He gets drained. <laughs> Delphine is, like, trying to, like, claw her way to the water's edge, and there's this really cool effect where, like, a spectral water hand is, like, yeah. coming on top of her hand to, like, try and help or something. I don't know what the point of it is, but it looks I think really it's, like, it's like, she's her- using whatever, like, tiny drop of energy, yeah. water energy she has left to, like, extend her reach a little yeah. bit into the lake and Hydrohog just walks up and stomps that hand out. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so then Tori Tori. You know you remember Tori. Professional Tor- <laughs> wrestler Tori Wilson. Uh so then <laughs> I went to Tori Spelling, but that's fine. We're just different people. There was also a professional wrestler whose ring name was just Tori. Tori. She lied and cheated on Kane. With X Pac. Oh, gross. So she's made some bad decisions. Just like Terry is, bringing it back around. Because he runs around to the Hydra Hog and just, like, gets got. Uh, Bulk and Skull are yelling. Like, at one point, he's like, like Skull's like, come on! Like, <laughs> yeah, the whole time, there's a bunch of kids in the lake, yeah. like, cheering on the Rangers. Like, I can't believe you guys are getting beat up. Stop it. Yeah. Stop getting beat up. Stop it. You're Power Rangers. Be smarter than this. Maybe you could beat him if you, like, any kind of, like, Tactics were implemented. Right. Or like, shoot them with your guns. <laughs> like, that would be a strategy. That's like, what they're not doing. They're just charging at yeah, him like, with their swords out. Like, stay away from him and use your blasters to deal with when the problem. When Hydro Hugs grabbed Delphine on her back, I thought he just stabbed her. <laughs> That's what I thought for a second, Because she kind of goes, oh. <laughs> but <laughs> thank God he did not stab her. No. They're like, let the kids go. Yeah, Oracle says, I don't care about us. Just, like, leave the kids alone. So he makes a tornado in the water. And then he's, like, says something to the effect of, like, this is my lake now. And just, like, there's an explosion. (laughs) This is my lake! (laughs) We cut back to Ish. And she's, like, I have to. I'm here because I'm on a quest. It's very important. And then. Yeah, it's, like, how far is your camp? Because I got to do this quest. I got to do this thing. And she's, like, and Tanya's, like, if you're out here after dark, you will be dead. 
It is dangerous out here. Animals after dark. turn into monsters when the sun goes yeah. down. It's like the Pikmin world. You'll get <laughs> eaten. You don't want to be out here when the sun goes down. Yeah, and Tanya's like, it's a, it's a waste. We got some time to go. So they go and they're talking about how like no one knows what the or she says. Oh, right. She says like, oh, there's the village elder lady whose name I forget. Um, but she can help. She's the smartest woman I know. And then Aisha's like, does she know what's making the animal sick? And then Tanya's like, no. No one does, including the smartest person I know. So Ish goes, well, I worked at an animal shelter. Maybe I can help. <laughs> I have a pretty good idea what's making the animals sick. <laughs> I kind of do, too. I mean, I think it's kind of obvious. It's like it's like Zio signals, right? right? Yeah, something like that. So, um, Also, she didn't work at an animal shelter. She volunteered at an animal shelter. For like a week. Where her job was primarily getting a cat. <laughs> As far as I can remember. Yeah. Uh, watch these caged cats until the doctor comes back. Yeah. Like, feed them. Yeah. Make sure no one scratches anybody it, else. I mean, this is implying that she did more than that. Right. But she really didn't. Nope. We cut to the storage room under the command center, and we see Alpha 4 in a box. It cuts right to Alpha 4 in a box. Like, that's the whole frame for a second. I missed it. Yeah, then it slowly pans down. There's a bunch of, like, moving boxes down here that are all labeled Command Command Center. Command Center? Yeah, like, right? Like, they moved here from somewhere else? From Eltar. I guess. But, like, how did you label them Command Center? Where is the rest of your stuff? Right? Also, like, what is in there that you don't need? Right? That you brought. I mean, I've moved before. I still have... Besides Alpha 4. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I've lived in this place, this apartment that we are in right now. I've lived here for over a year. I still haven't unpacked everything. <laughs> I've unpacked everything I'm going to unpack. I'm kind of at that place, too. Eventually, I'll get to some other stuff, but, like, not right now. Anyway, they argue about the implosion generator over who has to set it up. And then Rudo's like, I'll do it. I love to help. They go back and forth on what position they take Yeah. every other sentence. And it's like they keep bringing the other person to their side of the argument. And then switching to the other side so they so that they can continue to argue. Yeah, it's... I guess if you're a kid, it's funny. I think maybe if you're five... I think Rito is screwing with Goldar, like, the whole time. That might be it, because this is, this is the and biggest evidence of that. Th- they are in the room that they were trying to get to with the map. Rito was leading when they got there. Yeah. I think he knew the whole time. Probably. Uh, and yeah, he's just like, I'm just going to take you for a ride. So they activate the generator... Which was already activated. I don't know if you remember right. that little plot yeah. point from last, last time. Last episode is they turned the bomb on, and that, but they didn't, I guess. So then they take all the little legs off, and those are like, a, they generate a field, I guess. That I thought it was just different discharges that would... Well, it's an implosion device, so I don't know how it works. Cause it's, this well, is, implosion device is you, you detonate on support beams causing the building to fall in on itself instead of explode out. Right. So this But must- they don't put them on any support. He puts one on Alpha 4's head. Right. Puts one on uh, on an old control a, panel. Like a console puts another on a box. One on a box. Yeah. So then they Oh, they haven't planted the bomb yet. I jumped ahead in my notes. Spoilers. They plant the bomb. Whatever. So then right. um they argue about the implosion generators. Then we cut back to Hydrohog who drains the lake cuz they they're like just let the children go and he's like okay. <laughs> and then the lake is gone. And they and all, it looks... I don't know how they did this effect. It looks like they drained the lake. It looks like they actually drained the lake. I have no idea. Maybe it's just a similar location that's like... Uh, maybe. An empty lake bed, or maybe... Maybe it's like a reservoir. 
or something, so they just, like, opened the dam for a minute? Maybe. I think what it might have been is, like, it's a cloudy day, and they just put water on the ground in a sandbox park. (laughs) Like a big, you know, sandy area. They just, like, wet it down to make it look like it. But, um, yeah, there's a good green screen effect of the lake vanishing. Um, It's pretty cool. So they try to get into the lake because Hydrohog leaves. And he's like, well, I guess I'm done here. Now that I got all that lake. (laughs) And then he he leaves. And so they're trying to, like, crawl their way into the lake, even though it's dry. Yeah, they they get into, like, the middle of it. Yeah, but they're, like, dying. And they, like, they face plan. They're like, ugh. And then we cut to the command center. And this is when Tommy's, like... Because Delphine, before it cuts, it's, like, Delphine's hand just, like, flopping down on the ground. And she's like, help us. And then Tommy is like, Zordon, you need to help them. And then Zordon, like, without acknowledging that, is like, Alpha, put him in a pool. Put him in the pool. And this is my favorite part of the episode. They teleport to the pool, and the pool's already empty, and also, Hydrohog mid, is already there. Mid-teleportation, they unmorph, because they're out of energy. Yeah. Uh, but I just love that, like, Hydrohog is one step ahead of them. Yeah. It's just crazy that he's like, you know what, they're going to go to the pool that I know about somehow, <laughs> even though I'm from another planet that is a water or, planet and presumably doesn't have pools. Or Hydrohog went to that pool and Zordon was like, Alpha, put him in that pool. Put him in the pool. Yeah. That's probably. Because he's out to get all Power Rangers. Because yep. he's mad because he's just a floating head he's in the tube a, yeah. and he can't be a Power Ranger anymore. I think that might be it. Cut to under the command center. This one Rito plants the bomb. But then we cut up to the moon, and Zed goes, oh, crap, we never told Rito and Goldar to get the Zeo Crystal. They call in Finster, and they're like, Finster. Why do they call Finster? They're, they're like, Finster, find out where they are so I don't have to look for them. Then. How is Finster going to do that? I have no idea. Then we cut to Rito activating the generator, Question. which is what they're calling the implosion device. I blacked out. <laughs> Or something. Did we even see Finster? Did he come on? Oh, yeah, the he came in okay. for like one second. He's like, "Yeah, okay, sure, sorry." Because Rita yelled for Finster. Oh, and then I checked my phone because I had a Facebook notification. Right. That's why I did not see Finster. Yeah, he was there for like a second, for like a second, and then and we, he found them somehow. Because we cut to Rito, he boots up the generator, which is like the bomb part. I of, did some math because he has the generator, which is the center part, right? And it has a timer on it. Okay. And it comes up at nine hundred and ninety-nine seconds. Okay. That equates. To 16.65 minutes. Huh. Just so you know, that's how much time they have till this bomb goes off. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> so then Rita teleports into the command center, I guess, and is like, hey, don't turn the generator on. And Goldar's like, well, I mean, we... And then Rita just bangs him in the chest with his sword, and he's like, yeah, we won't. Sure. Get the crystal? We can do that. At your service. And I just like how he, like... Like, this doesn't help anybody. No. At all. But... I guess he's going to try. Would it be that bad for the bad guys if the Zeo Crystal blew up? Like, I know they want it, but at least if it's destroyed, the Rangers don't have it. The Rangers don't have it, and if you also blow up they also do not regain control. Right, because putting it together fixes all the problems that they've had for the last nine episodes somehow. Yep. So now they're boned. Because they're stuck in the command center with a bomb going off in 16 minutes, and they have to get the crystal... Because that's what they said they were going to do. And they can't be like, hey, we didn't get the crystal because the bomb blew up. Because then that's admitting that they lied to Rita. Also, if she can just teleport into the command center, why doesn't she just teleport in with 500 monsters and make them all grow at once? And just destroy Uh, the place. (laughs) I don't know. Because she's stupid. She is stupid. (laughs) 
as we have well documented, we cut to the Aqua Rangers, the Alien Rangers. Or no, no, we cut to Alpha, and they're like, Alpha, help him, teleport him somewhere. And he's like, I can't find a big enough source of water. So I'm just going to leave them dying in a pool. Bro, Alpha, number so one. This a- planet, I don't know if you know this about Earth. It's like 80% It's like mostly water. A pool is not a big body of water. There's a fountain that they've already used that has shown to be able to regenerate them. Put them through a car wash? Put them through a car wash. Send them to the the bay that Dragonzord comes out of, which is attached to the ocean. Because you remember any port in a storm, you remember? Yeah. Terry said that? Terry said that. My boy Terry said that. Zap them some, anywhere. Some tap water. Do something. Right? Just like <laughs> put a, ho- a sprinkler over them or something. Instead, they do nothing. And we cut back for one second to Aisha and Tanya running through. Through a sunset. A sunset. <laughs> Where, in slow motion, where Tanya is like, we gotta go, we gotta get to the village, it's going down. And Aisha's like, we'll be fine. And Tanya's like, you literally do not know that. (laughs) You don't even go here. I like how Aisha's trying to stay positive, but at the same time has no idea what she's talking about. Right, Tanya's just being realistic about (laughs) the dangers of living in a place like that. She's like, no, that lion's eyes will go red, and it will... Eat you. Well, like, your body. Rip you apart and eat you. So then we cut back to the Alien Rangers, and it's like literally just the last shot of them going like, Ugh, to be continued. Yeah, we're dying, and it stops on Delphine, like reaching up for reaching anything at all. For, for hope. <laughs> Man, it sucks that it never rains in Angel Grove anymore. Right? <laughs> Get the bookle back, make it snow. That's water. Let that melt. Boom. Rehydrate. Final thoughts. Hog Day Afternoon Part 1. Uh, no. <laughs> kind of dumb and bad. Kind of. The the Isha's, Isha's quest so far is not a quest. No. It's her getting plopped into Savannah and running for her life. It's um it's almost as if her quest so far is just showing us how cool Tanya is. Hmm. 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 Weird. It does make sense though now that I'm thinking about it that Ish would be the last one to get her crystal. Like it would take her the just longest. Take her longer because she's because Fire Marshal Ish is just oh, like, God. oh, we're going to be fine out in the savannah. You know, where I've never been before in my life. <laughs> Barf. I also like the Hydrahog. I think he's. it's good to have a villain that is actually a villain because he's winning. And it, Oh, yeah, he's beating the crap out like, of him. And, like, it feels earned. It feels like he should be winning. He's beating them in a fight. Yeah. He's not just, like, doing something underhanded. He just straight up beats them in yeah. a fight. It's and a then, fair fight. It's unfair because it's five on one. And he still beats them. He still just handily wipes them out. And he steals all the water. And he steals another a pool full of water. Just kind of to be a jerk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that last one is him just going like, I bet, I bet they'll go to this pool somehow. I don't know how. Other than that, the rest of the episode is not great. And I'm glad that we're almost done. Yeah. We got one episode left. One to go. Oh, hallelujah. So since we only got one episode left. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Morphingrid. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com. slash so Morphingrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a rating and review. Please do it. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it now. Or else. This is not the call. This is not the call. Right. But. Do it now or a little later. Or a little Where wait. you will be legally obligated to yes. do it. A couple things. Uh, the best of episode. If you have any funny jokes or bits that we did that you thought were great that you think should be included in the best of 
Morphin Grid two-year anniversary episode, send those in to me. The email's the best, littleidiots.morphingrid.gmail.com. Probably the easiest. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, please send in your best ofs. We got, we got two lists. We got Jonathan and we got Christina. So, come on, guys. You can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. I can't do it because I literally don't remember anything we've ever talked about. <laughs> except for the Double Dare stuff. That's definitely going to be in. <laughs> that, that will definitely be in. Uh, yeah, other than that, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you on Friday for the thrilling conclusion of Season 3 of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Thank goodness. But until then, may the power protect you. Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid, I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And today we are watching... How do we do this?